This is The Pool. I'm Rain Coleman, your host, and this is episode 18. 18, y'all. Welcome, welcome. I know it's been a minute since I've released an episode of The Pool. (laughs) And uh, life has been coming at me hard. I'm sure it's been doing the same for you guys as well. Uh, Hopefully all good things for you all. Uh, diving right into the pool. Well, first and foremost, welcome, welcome, welcome. As John says, uh, new listeners, welcome back, regular listener. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back. Now, this is the pool episode 18. I'm excited to get back into this series. It's been a while, I've been a long while. Um, before going any further, I want to go ahead and uh, jump into a little bit of housekeeping. Um, uh, BYNK Radio, my BYNK Radio fam, uh, you have Government Name Podcast, which is with Shogun and Cole Jackson. You got Black Mary Fly with Troublemaker and Candace Denae. You have The Social Introvert with Sid Davis. And now we have a new addition to the BYNK Radio family. It is Jasmine Blue. Uh, she's a writer and I fucking amazing, amazing woman. Um... Yeah, go on over to bynkradio.net.com, whatever, and check it out. Check out everything on there. Uh, much love to them. Um, a little bit more housekeeping I have. Well, <laughs> I've been a bit busy. The critically acclaimed, no, <laughs> the pod panel on the uh, Johnny Effect podcast network of sorts is coming to an end. Now, we've recorded the second to the last episode i think that's how you said it <laughs> the second to the last um episode of the pod panel i'm not sure when it will air but be on the lookout for that make sure you check out john effect and uh what i'll do is i'll probably go back and just insert the link into the show notes just for you future listeners to go ahead and click on it and it'll take you right to that episode but it was a lot of fun recording um i it's bittersweet the pod panel is ending but i do enjoy my time with that collect good job good job um let's see what else oh homegirls over there at river dames pod yes yes the the amazing river dames i love it i love it i uh was on there for chapter 31 of riverdale we reviewed well we discussed it and uh some things came out i really i'm really happy with what we produced over there so please go and check them out i'll have a link in the show notes as well to my homegirls over there at the river dames pod uh oh also black lightning matters black lightning has ended the first season 13 episodes season finale was last week and boy was it a doozy <laughs> um had a very good time recording with cole cole was also one half of the government name podcast had a really good time doing that series with him be on the lookout listeners for the black lightning matters awards uh they'll be coming to you soon don't have an exact date yet, but be on the lookout in the Carefree Black Nerd feed. Uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed recording with Cole. Such an amazing guy. Dope. Hot takes. Uh, and we had a few guests. The uh, Black Lightning Matters Pod Squad. BLM Pod Squad. We had uh, Shane who kicked it off. Dope dude. Man, more power to you, Shane. Amazing guy. We also had Ebony, my homegirl. She was uh, 
fucking phenomenal, great episode as well. And last but not least, we had Shogun, the other, other half of Gummy Name Podcast. So please check that out in the Carefree Black Nerd feed. I probably would just add those links in there as well. Dope, dope, dope content. And uh, I'm looking forward to season two. Um, yeah, with that being said, when you listen to this episode, use the hashtag uh, CBNPod, uh, the pool, the pool CBN. I'll leave the list of hashtags in the show notes, of course. But conversate, converse, and all that good shit. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick little break and then we'll get into some news, y'all. FanCon was supposed to be this upcoming weekend that did not fall through for a number of reasons. Um, a lot of it I don't really want to go into detail. Just check the hashtags or different articles that's been written about it. I don't want to kind of rehash all of that messiness. I will say it has been a very emotional ride from Friday up until today. And um, in the wake of all of the kind of I don't know drama surrounding Universal FanCon came uh with Comic-Con. Now because Universal FanCon is not going to be or is indefinitely postponed or whatever the terminology essentially canceled. Black Heroes Matter and the Nerds of Color have come up with a one-day pop-up con which is just Amazing. Dope, 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 dope. I was a little discouraged about going, but I am actually going to head down to Baltimore to go and hang out, mingle, network, and have a good time. I'm really, I'm hoping to run into some people, meet some people, collaborate, future projects, or whatever. That has been my goal for this year. Well, really, since I started the podcast. And um, I'm hoping that this is an event where I can kind of go head head first (laughs) kind of uh ramp that up a little bit more and so uh what happens is and this is the direct quote from the black heroes matter twitter we've secured a massive space for an all-day pop-up con saturday april 28th location is the wicomico building uh about a mile from the convention center we've dubbed wicomicon and are opening our doors to any vendors negatively affected by the fan con fiasco it's on spread the word and so many other things have popped up people have been so encouraging and so helpful and i i will say that i have not to hmm, let me see how would i want to put this i really felt the community and the love surrounding nerds blurs geeks and all that good stuff uh a lot of times it can feel like you're just speaking into a vacuum I am a grassroots podcast. I have some listeners. I have some followers. I enjoy talking with you all. But in the wake of this situation, I really have felt like people are supporting one another. And it's such a, seems like a corny or cliche thing to say, but I have not had that feeling in a while. Even though I am part of this community, I 
sometimes you know you can feel kind of removed from it especially with your day-to-day nine to five family personal stuff and you know just everything else it's it's and maybe i'm just speaking for me i may be speaking for someone else as well if so you know tweet me dm me and let me know but it's sometimes pretty easy to kind of slip into feeling like oh shit what what am i actually doing and through the wake of all of this out of the that fire burns the phoenix to burn a new or whatever like just out of all of this entire situation i really felt like okay this is going to be be good this is going to be better things good things will come from this so i'm very excited i've um i've been to baltimore twice before and it was years ago and it was only for like you know a few hours here and then i think once it was for a weekend but i was with a lot of my friends we were young there was a lot of drinking going on i think we were at a bar don't judge me but (laughs) this time i'm going back and i'm excited i'm excited to explore the city and see what's going on and kind of document it and may do like a little podcast series or something don't i'm not going to paint myself into a corner but i would like to um Get, get to know the city and see if it's somewhere I want to go and visit again, not just for this convention. Uh, that being said, the Wakamakan pop-up, which is a one-day event, as opposed to the full weekend event that Universal FanCon was, is um, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a success. I'm hoping that this becomes like a dope annual thing because I, though I, <laughs> at the time of this recording, have not ventured to Baltimore yet. I feel as if with all of the positivity surrounding it, that is something that I'm excited about, one, to go, and then excited to go again. Um, yeah, so all that being said, I'll put that information in the show notes as well. And uh, also check out Carefree Black Nerd's Facebook page. Now, y'all, <laughs> I am pretty okay with apps. I'm okay with websites. I'm okay, but look. I am slowly growing. <laughs> so with that being said, don't judge me. Just go over there and support. Like it. Comment on the post. Talk about what you want to see more of. Just I'm trying to dip my hands in as many things as I can and, and without losing my mind. <laughs> so please go over and check out the Carefree Black Nerd Facebook page as well. If you're on there, get your friends to look at it. You know, uh, like it, subscribe to it, add it, and you know, tweet me. Hey, go and check this out. Such and such. So. You know, um, do that because I <laughs> help me out, guys. <laughs> now, um, oh, okay. So, getting into news, there has been it's been a long time since I've done the pool, <laughs> but I am. Uh, what have I been watching lately? Okay, this is the thing, Charnel. Oh my god, amazing guy! You are so dope, Charnel. Let him know if y'all know what I'm talking about. Hit him up. He has. So many goddamn shows, but uh, Chanel from What About Your Friends, What Did You Do, Boys of Beyonce, uh, came, me and him had a little discussion, a little conversation, and we're working on a Jessica Jones review. So um, check that out. That'll be coming up this summer during the Carefree Black Nerd Cruel Summer series. Um, it will be titled Keeping Up With The Jones. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Charnel is a dope ass guy, an amazing podcaster, and just an all around cool ass dude. I recommend you all going over and looking at all of his different shows and supporting them. You know, listen to them and and like them and share them. And if they aren't your cup of tea, still, you know, tell them say, hey, what's up? You know, this is good content. Let them know where you found where you 
when you found them too. Like, yeah, Carefree Black Nerd said. <laughs> so um, that's that. So be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming up soon. There's a lot of things that will probably be coming out over the summer months. Uh, kind of like a soft hiatus. Not really. I don't know. It so feels so weird to even call it that. But I'll be um, moving some things around to say that. I'll just leave it there. Um, also, I am looking for different collaborations. If people, you, more nerds, blurs out there, listeners, you want to come on to a show, you want to discuss some stuff, hit me up. Hit my email, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, jump in my DMs, do whatever. Like, I'm, um, this, this first quarter, um, and some change of the year has been really interesting. It's been really fun. We had the Road to Wakanda series covering Black Lightning. I had a lot of different creators on the show um did some like interview conversations and whatnot and i like that i was i really like talking to people who are passionate about their work so even if you're a friggin' social worker like it doesn't even have to directly be a comic art thing but i just like speaking to people who are excited about the things that they do so if you know someone or you are someone who wants to have that opportunity please come on come on to carefree black nerd podcast um now, getting into the comic news, well, taking a step back, uh, Beachella was dope as fuck, Beachella, Beyonce at Coachella, but getting into some <laughs> comics news, y'all, first up, we have the first Saturday in May, that's free comic book day, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, free comic book day will be May 5th, um, I have such a weird relationship with Free Comic Book Day. I have caught it like once or twice by accident. For whatever reason, every single time Free Comic Book Day comes along, in my head, and I don't know what to blame this on, but I always, what do I, I, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it'll, um, if I miss it, that's okay, it'll be next month. I don't know what it is, y'all, but every single time Free Comic Book Day comes along, I always say, oh, it'll be next month. As if it's not an annual thing. Like, oh, God. Okay. So, <laughs> charges in my head, not my heart. Like, it's, it never fails. But this year, I plan to be in the stores with my nieces and nephews for Free Comic Book Day. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Look up the website, freecomicbookday.com. See what store is participating or where the closest comic book store is. I think this is a really good time to get into comics. If you want to maybe test some books out on your kids or for yourself to see how you feel about it, this is the perfect day to go. Now, though it is free comic book day, I would say, you know, don't just get free comics. If you're going to go in, buy you know, a single issue or something or a trade or something like look at your free comic book day selection and maybe pick another book that's in that series or in that run and buy that one as well. Like it is free comic book day, but you know, throw, throw your local comic comic dealer a little bit of change. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got infinity war coming out so freaking quickly. Actually this weekend, I cannot friggin' wait. Um, to kind of go back on the whole fan con thing, there was a private screening of Infinity War, and I was really excited. I went ahead and purchased my ticket immediately because I knew I'd be in Baltimore, and I was like, okay, I don't want to go to a 
regular theater with a lot of people. I don't know Baltimore. I would hate to get there, get sold out, or it's crowded or whatever. And it's it'll be the same anywhere, I'm sure. But for me, living in Dallas, I'm familiar with Dallas. I'm comfortable with Dallas. I didn't want to go there, and then maybe there was another theater that I could have went to that was much better or whatever. So all that being said, that was canceled. But now that uh, where Comic-Con is going to be live in effect, I'm sure I'll find someone to go with me to the movie. If not, look, I've never been ashamed or afraid of going somewhere alone. So I'm going to be in there watching Infinity War. Uh, tweet me, guys. Let me know how you feel. Are you excited for Infinity War? I mean, it goes without saying. I would hope you are. But if you are, if you aren't, let me know. Oh, no, better yet. Tweet me and let me know who you think is going to bite the bullet in Infinity War. Like, people keep saying Hawkeye, like, and that feels so mean because he's just like a baseline human with a bunch of arrows. And, you know, even the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Lord Jesus, even Black Widow is kind of a super soldier. So, so I feel so bad for him. But, yeah, let me know who you think is going to bite the bullet. Will it be several people? Will it be just one or whatever? Um, I'm excited to see. I have kind of been on a media blackout. I know there's been a couple like videos released, I think another trailer, and I have stayed away from all of it completely. I want to walk into this movie completely blind, and I want to just be hit, inundated with all of the Infinity Warness that is Avengers Infinity War. So there's that. Um, also, uh, Impossible, Lord Jesus, The Incredibles, <laughs> The Incredibles, uh, it's coming soon, y'all, I'm freaking excited, I cannot wait, this has been years in the making, like, oh my god, I don't know a person who isn't excited about seeing The Incredibles, like, it's, that's all I'm gonna say about that, if you're excited, let me know, if you're not, I mean, let me know, but whatever, you better act like, <laughs> we also have mm, Venom, the latest Venom trailer dropped, and when I freaking tell you, I, I'm i excited. I'm not really a Venom fan, and that's not to say it's not a good character with good storylines, but I've just never been. Like, I've liked Spider-Man. Animated series is more my thing than the comics, though when I grew up, I did read a lot of Spider-Man comics, but I was a kid, and it was just exciting to read. Then I've discovered the X-Men, and the rest is history. That being said, this... Venom trailer really has me excited for this movie and I don't know why there's so much uh, controversy or issues around Spider-Man not being in this movie I feel like if Sony takes the route of creating a cinematic universe with nothing but villains the villain side of the story that'll be dope that's never been done before um, Silver and Black which is Silver Sable and Black Cat I think that movie is still a go that and then you have um, Venom, and then whatever else comes up. Like, if you can keep these movies in that same vein, where I, I'm thinking Venom may be Tom, may be a um, anti-hero, but I'm not sure. All that being said, this last trailer was dope as fuck, and I'm excited for it. And I hope you all are as well. Uh, and let me know, like, are you... Do you like the way Venom looks? Because I know there's been kind of a lot of backlash about him physically, about the way the Venom symbiote looks on Brock and I I kind of get it but then again I don't because it's like though we have great CGI and green screen shit and whatever else that's a pretty believable look to me it looks creepy it looks scary it looks like a horror film it just I like it I like it 
Um, also, there's talks about Black Widow having her own solo film. Oh, I want to say the date is like 2020. All that being said, I'm not going to cape for her, but it has been a long time coming for a Black Widow. She's been around forever in a day. Like you would have thought that she would have had her own movie a while ago, or even in the vein. No, not in the vein of the Hulk, because I think the way the deal contract whatever works out is that the Hulk can't have a standalone movie at this time so they're trying to kind of give him an arc through other films but I would hate to do that with Black Widow like she's been a staple like get that girl a movie god damn it hell you saw how amazing Wonder Woman did like do you not think you would do just as well if not better but whatever that's not uh, my heel to die on because I'm not the biggest fan of her but I do recognize that she probably should already have a movie under her belt uh what else what else do we got going on here oh really quickly i've been watching the punisher and oddly enough uh, for my show with charnel i've been watching jessica jones but i've been watching the punisher and i've been watching them like back to back so i watch one or two episodes of jessica jones and then one or two episodes of the punisher and vice versa, just switching back and forth and that makes for a really interesting uh, experience it's almost I don't know it's like I'm experiencing them both in real time I don't want to say it feels like one long show but it does feel like like they exist in the same universe I don't know at this point I'm on episode four going into five on the Punisher and I'm on episode five of Jessica Jones I doubt there's any crossover but it just feels like this lived in it's it's fun <laughs> i'll say that it is fun to watch those two especially because they're both so dark and moody and brooding and sad and angry i really like that and i like what i'm getting from both shows so i would hey check it try to watch those shows in that way you know <laughs> if i don't sound too nerdy about it watch those shows that way and let me know if you feel the same way even if you've seen both series just kind of go back and maybe watch like episode two and three of jessica jones and then one and two of punisher and like just mix it up a bit and let me know if that is even a thing <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> i feel like i'm rambling <laughs> but yes jessica jones and the punisher is good as hell y'all watch that shit um what else we have Oh, Domino. So I said it before, I think it was like a few episodes ago of The Pool, but Domino has her own solo series now, and I am loving that book. At the time of this recording, I'm only on issue one because it's only been one, but it is so fucking nice. And then The Exiles, um, a team led by Blink, uh, Clarice Ferguson, who, though she is portrayed as an Asian woman in The Gifted on Fox's Mutant Show, she is actually Caribbean. She's a black woman. And I love that. Like, And it, it frustrates me because now I'm like, why couldn't she have survived in the original run of X, Generation X and been that like a staple member? But let me take a step back. I don't want to get too upset behind that. Um, what else? Oh, currently I have been reading, which is because it's collected in a trade form. I'm reading Homecoming and I'm reading Reunion of x-men i'm trying to pull it out here guys um, yeah so um homecoming was about the introduction of cecilia reyes uh maggot and moro into the x-men gold and then reunion was the x-men blue series that ran at the same time 
where Gene, uh, right after um, Operation Operation Zero Tolerance, right after Onslaught, and right after Bastion, put that bomb in Cyclops' stomach, and it was a whole thing. And I have all of these issues independently, but having them collected made for such an easy read, a, a very nice and smooth read. I really enjoyed it, and I'm actually pretty close to the end on X-Men Gold. This run... Like I said, I have the individual issues, but I remember reading them when I was younger and not really like enjoying the colors, enjoying the story. But being older and going back and rereading it makes me appreciate these characters that much more. And that being said, expect to see some probably some of these characters being discussed or broken down in the Carefree Black Nerd proper on Sundays at (laughs) carefreeblacknerd.com. Now, I have been uh, watching a lot of TV and stuff, y'all. Now, Deadpool 2's trailer dropped as well, and Zazie Beetz is freaking amazing as Domino. I love the way she looks. I love her acting in every trailer. I love her beautiful smile. I love the her vitiligo kind of birthmark-ish uh, thing. I just, I love it all. And I'm so excited for Deadpool 2. And I'm so, mm, I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, but it frustrates me to no end that we could have had an amazing Fox run X-Men universe, but it's been, I don't know. I don't want to just come off like an upset fanboy, but am I not? Like Deadpool has done amazing things in his first film. And this second one, the trailers alone look so freaking good. Like Cable, Domino, Shatterstar being played by Louis Tan. Like, what more can you fucking ask for? Terry Crews is in this film. This is a very POC heavy ass fucking movie. And I'm here for it. And pretty much we got Deadpool assembling X-Force. Like, that's what we got. But Shatterstar played by Louis Tan. Like, come the fuck on. He didn't get his do or justice in iron fist as the one drunken martial artist master in that one episode so now we're getting him in a full movie i cannot fucking wait oh my god and terry cruz looks amazing as well and to see it is this i don't know it's just amazing that we're getting all these characters and even okay so i'm gonna kind of break down a little bit now we had uh homeboy the taxi driver who and I don't want to be insensitive or be wrong, but I think he's like Middle Eastern. I'm going to go with that. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that he is a person of color. Then you have Domino, who is a beautiful black woman. You have Terry Creed, Terry Crees. Terry Crews was a very handsome black man. Louis Tan, who is a sexy-ass Asian nigga. Like, come on, y'all. Then you got uh, Peter or Pete, whatever, <laughs> this random like white guy, this older kind of frumpy white dude who's um, in the little montage. Deadpool says something about, you know, you're not even a superhero. He's like, yeah, I just I saw the um, sign outside and I came in. <laughs> He's like, you're hired. And not to mention homegirl, I am blanking on her name, but the older black lady, the blind lady from Deadpool 1. And it's just like. This, oh my God, you know, I get off on representation and this is going to be 
dope just based off representation alone. Not even mentioning that it looks like a fun movie. We have the return of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. We And I don't know if that's what she'll be calling herself in this film, but she, she returns. Um, she's pretty much cannonball. Um, we have Colossus back. His beautiful CGI'd comic appropriate or comic um, adaptation. That looks good. And then fucking Deadpool and Cable. Now, tell me this Cable don't look damn good. He looks like Cable. He's a bit more slim. But thinking about Cable, who when he premiered, like with those fucking pockets and cargo shorts and big guns, he that was just a sign of the times. Just overly muscular characters. Um, unlike Strong Guy, who actually has all that body to, or whatever, that doesn't matter. But Deadpool 2 looks so fun. Like, I'm excited for Deadpool 2. And I'm excited in a way that I have not ever been excited for X Men past that first movie when I was younger because it was X-Men on screen. Now that I'm older and we see what you can do with comic book movies and TV shows and stuff, it's just like, come on. So I'm really hoping that Deadpool translates or uh, transfers over to the MCU seamlessly. Leave him alone. Let that team continue doing what they're doing. Take points from them. Build on the Deadpool world of mutants or even the Logan kind of Logan universe. I can take that because Logan was a really good like Western, but Deadpool is so much fun. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) So I also recently watched the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson. That was a really good like documentary. Um, It was a little somber for what I was trying to watch around that time, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I learned a lot. I would recommend going out and everyone seeing that as well. Um, I also seen Altered Carbon, seen, watched Altered Carbon, and Homegirl from Riverdale, who is no longer part of Josie and the Pussycats, she is in that movie, or that series, and that is damn good. And Homeboy from The Killing did a good job as well. I'm trying to look this up as I'm talking. Uh, Altered Carbon, Joel Kinnaman from The Killing. Dope. The Killing was an amazing show as well. Like, I think it was based off a book. Like, look, if you like police procedurals, you like drama, you like mysteries and suspense, watch that shit. But Alter Carbon was really good. It gave you a very Matrix meets, I don't know, crime noir film. Like, it was really good. Um, In a futuristic setting. Uh, Then Homegirl from... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who was Quake's mother, she was in there as well. Like, it's just, that was good. So, I've seen that. Um, I also watched, what is it, um, the, the Dylan Sprouse movie, the da, 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 Dismissed. That was pretty interesting. It felt like a very 90s thriller, like a Hand That Rocks the Cradle style movie. It was like a one and done. It didn't feel like something that you needed to have a sequel. It was just... Cut straight into the point. It was really good. Um, also, a movie called Reality High. That was better than I thought it would be. And that was one where I feel like it could probably be a cult classic. I don't know how many people have seen it or are into it. But if you are, if you've seen any of these films, let me know. Let's freaking dish about it. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, Roxanne, Roxanne. The true story of Roxanne Shantae. I watched that and that was good as well. And I was telling my homeboy, I was like, and he's older uh, and older to the point where this is like he grew up 
with all this, or he was a teenager at that, whatever. And I was telling him like this was done so well, they should have made this a series. He was like, no, we couldn't make this no series. She ain't did shit. She didn't make no records after that and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I get that, but with the way you have media being consumed now, you could very well take this Roxanne movie, turn that into a series, and just create a fake history you don't have to say you can just stop at the movie and say this is the end of Roxanne's story and then make it into a series but let it be known this shit didn't happen like because I really enjoyed what I was watching even with all the real world stuff taken away from it I just thought it was an interesting story and the acting was amazing I wanted to see what happened to her sisters as they grew up what about her mom uh you know Nas when she met him like but it's it was really good, and I personally feel like it could have been more than just one one movie, and that was it. God damn it. Um, all right, and what else? Oh, what happened to Monday? Y'all, I watched what happened to Monday, and that shit is fucking ridiculous. I recommend everybody seeing that movie. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Uh, it kept me on my t- I'm always a fan of things like Orphan Black, uh, what happened to Monday films and series and stuff in which one person is playing so many different people and doing it well. And this is one of those films. And I, I recommend watching that. Yeah. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it seven times, watch it one day for of the week. <laughs> now I really liked, uh, the flashbacks. I liked the acting, but once it was all said and done, I was thinking about, because I think I watched this and Altered Carbon like a couple days apart. And I was thinking, these are the same fucking movie. Like, <laughs> as much as people want to like have this extended universe, I really was like going hard about Altered Carbon. Uh, no, what happened to Monday being the prequel to Altered Carbon? Like, or vice versa. I don't know. Shit, it was on Facebook. Uh, so that being said, please check out Carefree Black Nerds' uh, Facebook page and add it and, and make some posts and talk some shit and talk about some stuff you like <laughs> on there. Um, and now we're coming up on Luke Cage Season 2. Looks promising. I'm so excited for this. I'm hoping that it is better than the first season. Uh, give me feelings or emotions or something pertaining to the first seven episodes of the first season. That's where Luke Cage shined the most. So I'm hoping that on June 22nd, when this shit drops, that it's it keeps me going. It's not. Um, it doesn't fall off like it did in the second half of the first season. Now, um, I had a pool, (laughs) I read them all, and I realized I have a bit of a problem. I have so many freaking books that I have lost my entire pool from last week. Uh, One thing that I did pick up, though, like I said before, was the X-Men Gold um, Homecoming trade, as well as the X-Men Blue Reunion trade. Both were really good. I do recommend going to pick those up. It was... An interesting read. What I'm finding is that with a lot of books, mainly Marvel and specifically X-Men, you get storylines and arcs together, collected, but you don't get like, um, say after X-Men Gold Homecoming, which has issues X-Men, this is from 1991, 70, 
through 79, um, X-Men Doctor Doom Annual 98, excuse me, 1998, and material from X-Men Unlimited 1993, number 18. Now, it doesn't say next trade of collected works starts at X-Men 80 to, uh, you know, and four. <laughs> and that bothers me because I went and picked up supernovas that trade a while ago and i really loved it i'm a fan of rogue so i really loved the kind of uh the arc that she was on the stress the pushing her powers to the limit the um, health concerns all of that i really enjoyed that and i did not know where to go past that and it always oh, so frustrated because x-men is notorious for having a convoluted history so many retcons so many different series i just ugh. This is why I listen to Jay and Miles explains the X-Men because I don't know what the fuck going on, but they are further back than the X-Men Gold 91 run and the X-Men Blue 91 run as well. But these were dope. The art is simply amazing. I love that at one point the X-Men team was Storm, Cecilia Reyes, Maggot, Wolverine, Psylocke, and Moro. And there were a lot of brown people in this damn book like that was that was dope as hell i oh god i really really enjoyed that um this run and the artwork alone just pick it up y'all pick it up pick it the fuck up um yeah callisto made an appearance this was right after the antarctica issue uh the trial of gambit and all that and then i remember that i loved that fucking arc as a kid so i went back and got uh, I believe issues was it 60 through 69 the single issues for X-Men Gold and I'm going to crack those open ASAP I might even do a little series on it because I just really like that run and I like that we get these just three new characters because X-Men is known to have a million and two different members at any given time and to see these three show up and shake shit up after the events of Onslaught and Bastion and all that good shit. It's just, oh God, it was fucking so nice. Um, moving on to Valiant, we had Ninjak, Ninja K rather. I have the first volume of the uh, 2018 run, 2017, 18 run. Anyways, it's collecting Ninjak numbers one through five, and this is the Ninja Files. This comes after the original run of Ninjak, which was so freaking dope. Ninja K, keep saying Ninjak. But it's so freaking dope. Like, please get your hands on it. I will admit I have not cracked this one open yet. But I've collected all the single issues. And I realize with some stories, some books, some properties, I have to wait for trade. Like Deadly Class. I'll wait for the trade. Yes, I can pick up the individual issues. Yes, that would be great. But I would prefer to wait to get a collected story. And if I have to wait every six months to read up on these three, I'm fine with that. Even with... um saga i still collect that in trade i don't do individual issues because it just doesn't fit well with me and then i'm running out of space <laughs> so that's uh i have to at times do trade and i'm trying to see if i can't maybe switch over to digital i'm not there quite yet because i love to physically have a book in my hand and then look at the art and appreciate it and go back and forth i like that but i'll some stuff i do have um digital i have a rogue miniseries I have um, an X-Men, geez, what, the run with the uh, Corporal Scott Summers, the black uh, Cyclops, I have that run. 
But yeah, I love physically holding on to the books. <laughs> now, uh, we also have <sighs> Noble Volume 2, Never Events. This, oh, I uh, made a thread on Twitter about Noble Volume 1 and about how much I liked it. The team, what an amazing job, Lion Forge and Catalyst Prime and Mr. Illich and everyone else who had their hands on this book. How dope it was. I have not cracked open volume two. Um, some of these things I've deliberately held off on because I know I'll be traveling to Baltimore and I would like to have something nice to read on a plane. And when I get there, when I have a little downtime, I want to go through some of these uh, books. But this, the cover just alone is freaking dope as hell. I'm just, what a time to be alive. Like the content that's coming out, this is making me want to just go through with that comic that I've been working on and just fucking submit it to image or somebody and see what can y'all do let me let rain comb and get get a piece of this action because this shit is just so inspiring uh seeing all of these people who are working their asses off and creating dope content be it through a podcast youtube channel web series web comic physical comic uh you know shit then just doing your day-to-day lively stuff it's it's freaking inspiring and Oh, God, I don't know. The pool section has been pretty short for this episode because I didn't want to get too deep into too many books. Um, Like I said before, I've been reading my ass off, but I have misplaced a ton, a shit ton of books. So, uh, my bad, y'all. But, no, I'm going to try to be a little bit more consistent with the pool. It's just, you know, life gets in the way and shit gets a little hard. So, eh, that is what it is. Again, charged to my head and my heart, not my heart. If you do like the pool this series, please let me know. Tweet me, Carefree Blurred. Use the hashtag CBNPod, the pool, the pool CBN, whatever floats your boat. But just talk to me. Let me know um, if there's some books that I should be reading that uh, that you think I should be reading. Let me know. If there's something in particular you want me to review, let me know. If you want to come on or send a piece in or something, let me know. It, I'm, I, I'm welcome. <laughs> I'm open to it. So that being said, please, everyone, keep your shit together. Be nice. Be good to each other. Uh, like John says, use ladies and liberty and love and all that good shit, whatever that is. Um, please tweet me, Carefree Blurred. I'm on most social medias as Carefree Black Nerd. Use the hashtag CBN pod. Check out the other shows on the Carefree Black Nerd feed. As always, check over at BYNK Radio to check out the rest of the fam and see what dope content they're producing over there. And um, until next time, I'll catch you the same nerd time, same nerd station here on... SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, FM Player, iTunes, whatever. (laughs) All right, y'all.